We are going to read from the book of Revelation. We are continuing with the seven church ages. I hope you are not getting bored uh, by a, co- a continuous subject that is not ending. But there is no portion of the word of God that should bore a Christian. And these are teachings that uh, we must understand and they seek to get to, to, to know them. Because Jesus told us, go, go make disciples. We need to know the word. We know where we stand. And to use the same word that we know to win others. So, we read from Revelation 3.1. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis, write these things, saith he that hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, that thou hast a name, that thou livest and art dead. Ndiri malaika uwekanisi yomusadi wandi kanti wati wayogiro yari na emyo yomusambu ija katonda ne mwenye nyomusambu nti mmanye vikolo avyo ngoline rinye liyokuvomulamu erori mufu. You may be seated. Mutureko. Uh, this is a, a subject, a teaching we are right in the middle of. When we are starting it, we read the whole, the whole verses that, that, are, that talk about the, 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 the age. But now we can read the portion that we want to talk about in particular. Now this part in the seven church ages is called the salutation. Uh, in every age, there is a way Jesus saluted it. The way he introduced himself to it. And everything he said and the way even he approaches it uh, had the, uh, had significant meaning. Amen. Now here we go. Uh, here he has said these things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God. And the seven stars. That is how he is introducing himself to the Sardian church age. Once again, in the previous four ages, that the Spirit is revealing our gracious law to us by setting forth His wonderful attributes. This time, 
as he is standing in the midst of the church, we see him as the one with the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. We know who the seven stars are, but we will have to find what the seven spirits refer to. Isn't that wonderful to know? Yeah, seven stars, seven spirits. As we said before, we are in the book of Revelation. The last church age, or the old New Testament church, operates in this book. But now, when it comes to the last church age, uh, it is entirely this book. That's where we are. So we must know where we are and what God has said about us. Now, what are the seven spirits? Yeah, this same phrase is found four times in the book of Revelation. Revelation 1.4 says from the seven spirits which are before his throne. So when you read the Bible and it talks about the seven spirits before the throne of God. What do you see? Revelation 3.1 says, These things saith he that had the seven spirits. Revelation 4.5 says, And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Amen. Revelation chapter 5 verse 6 says, And I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts. And in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Amen. Amen. So these are great words that are talking about great, great issues. But they are written in symbols. John was shown in symbol. Now, look at a lamb having seven eyes. So, if you just look, take it that way, the way it is in a symbol form, and that is how religious people read it. They read such a scripture and they are seeing a lamb with seven eyes around him. Yeah, this is a, just the symbol, but it has meaning. And now he said, the seven eyes are the seven spirits of God sent, sent forth into all the earth. 
Do you know the song? Do you remember the song that says, We'll follow uh, and he guides us with his eye. I don't know whether that song was written by a message believer. Or it was written in Branham Tabarakwa. I don't know. But it's possible that it's written, it was written even before. In some other revival. Because the true uh, writers. They get inspired. Just like David. He described Jesus Christ. He described everything that took place at Calvary. He, asked, he described how he asked for water and they gave him vinegar. He described how they pulled his beard. He described how uh, they parted his garment. He described about, about how he was to be resurrected. Yeah, he said, I will not allow my holy one to see corruption. And that said, uh, that meant within three days he will be right. Because beyond three days, a human body will corrupt. But how did he get it? Those were songs. But he would be inspired. So when we sing, we'll follow. He guides us with his eye. And we'll follow till we die. That's, and then the lamb has seven eyes. And the seven church ages. And when the seventh church age. That means there is a seventh eye. In the seven eyes, the seven spirits of God that he sends in the earth. He sends, meaning a messenger. So we follow his eye. That means we shall follow his messenger. The prophet to this age until we die. So you find uh, religion because God has not uh, uh, called them because it is the grace of God to be called by God. He said he will have mercy on whom he will have mercy. It is not he that willeth. And it is not he that runneth. But him on whom God will have mercy. So you don't tell me you run and you will more than the people in denominations. That you love so much the kingdom of God. That you love so much eternal life. That you love God so much. That you love so much to survive hell more than the religious people. No. They also want. And today they have their palms. Palm leaves, they are going on waving them. They love him. They run so much. They love so much. But the Bible says, so the one who will live. 
the one who runneth But on whom the Lord shall have mercy I'll have mercy on whom I'll have mercy It's up to him He has all the power and authority On whom God will have mercy You have mercy on whom he'll have mercy Now look at this This is what I'm saying In the New Testament Right from the first church Up to the last one What is called the New Testament If you're not in the Old Testament You're in the New Testament We are of the New Testament From the time Jesus died on the cross And he sent the Holy Ghost And he started the church The New Testament started there In the New Testament there are seven churches or seven church ages in every age there is a spirit that God sends to lead you the century every church century has a spirit that comes from God to come to guide those people and to the truth hallelujah like God sent a star to lead the wise people to take them where Jesus was born you could not know Otherwise, Messiah is born. He's on earth. And he's somewhere. You could not know that. You could not even know where he is. But those he gave a sign and he led them they are the ones who discovered him until even the king although he knew because he was told that there is a sign that has appeared that uh, describes that there is a messiah and that Messiah is the king of the Jews. And he thought the Jews are his subjects, they are under him. And that new king born, the, the, the king of the Jews, means he liberates them from the dominion of the, 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 the Roman government. He knew it is not uh, good for the kingdom of uh, Rome. Amen. And he wished to know where he is. But he could not know. Because there was no... You could only know by divine leadership. Those that he has chosen and those that he is leading. Amen. Amen. Until when he, the, he was told that there are men around telling us they have, they have, they have come from very far following a star and that star is a sign of a Messiah born a king of kings born and he asked the people please get them to me get them to me they turned them to him and when he saw them 
He said, where, what is it? Said, they told him the story. Now you go, find where he is. And when you have found him, come back and tell me which district, which parish, which zone he is, so that I can also go and worship him. And the Bible says, it's not that he wanted to worship him, but he wanted to kill him. But he could not know where he was. The religious people didn't know. The religious headquarters did not know. The state house did not know. The wise people did not know. But only those whom God had revealed the secret. But those elected men were led by a star to where Messiah was. That means in every age there will be a star that will lead the elect of the age to where Messiah is. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. So the world will not know. They will not know. But there will be people in the land that will have a summon of a star. We have seen his star. Nobody else saw a unique, unusual, unusual strange star. If you talked about the star language, the people did not understand you. Amen. But these people we are very excited. They were talking about a star. We have been following this star for two years. We have walked a long journey. We are carrying our gifts to take to the Messiah. The star is defining that there is a, the Messiah is on earth. He's already on earth. Abel waited for him. Abel waited for him. Abraham waited for Abraham him. him. David waited for Jaudi him. Job waited for him. But now, Nayeka this is the season. This is the time that he is on earth. Yes, we know he is on earth because we have seen his star. And we have come to worship him. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So, even in, in, the, in the New Testament church, right from the time of the early church, up to today, God has been sending stars to lead the elect. And the sign that you are an elect of that age, you will be following a star. And when you follow that star, it takes you to where the true Messiah is. That's why our Messiah is not Museveni. Our Messiah is not Obama. Our Messiah is not Besije. Our Messiah is not Pope. Our Messiah is the Lord Jesus Christ. And how to know the true Jesus is by the light of the star of our age.
That's what puts the difference between the elect and the rest. Others walk in darkness except those who have seen the star of their time. The seven stars, the seven eyes, the seven lamps, the seven spirits, in every age, there is your lamp, there is your star, there is your eye, there is a spirit that God has sent to come and lead you to the Messiah. But how many know that they are led by a pope, they are led by the archbishop, they are led by natural human beings. But the bride will be called and led by the star, the spirit that is come from God. How marvelous is the grace. When we say we marvel about the grace, oh amazing oh, grace. Hallelujah. That grace takes us back to Calvary and it takes us back to our age for God to have sent you a messenger that's grace the prophet is a grace of God to the people uh, for God to deliver Israel, he sent them Moses. The grace of God towards the people in the time of Noah, he sent them Noah. The grace of God to us, he sent us William Marion Branagh. It's the grace of God to us. Because you wouldn't know where the Messiah is. You wouldn't know where the Maziah is. Hallelujah. Mm. But now, you know. You know who the Messiah is. You know where he is. You know who is the true Jesus. That's the grace of God. We ought to be the happiest people on earth. Hallelujah. Amen. We are chosen people. We are called. We are called by Jesus. We heard his voice. My sheep know my voice. Hallelujah. Amen. The seven stars. The seven spirits. The seven eyes. The lamb having seven eyes. We have our eye in this age that has led us. Hallelujah. We have a star that has led us. We have a spirit that came from God directly to lead us and to take us where the Messiah is. Remember, he preached a message that said God hides himself in simplicity and reveals himself in the same. Hallelujah. In a very simple way. Amen. Yeah, so to begin with, we know for, for a, a, a certainty. 
These verses are not teaching a new and contrary doctrine to John 4:24. The first part which says God is one spirit. But this is like 1 Corinthians 12, 8-11. Wherein we find one spirit manifesting himself in nine ways. Yeah, that's, you understand that? Because when you say seven spirits, but you can say, but God is one spirit. God is spirit. Yeah, so we are comparing this with First Corinthians where one spirit gives us nine spiritual gifts. But from one spirit, it's one spirit manifesting himself in nine ways. Thus we know that the seven spirits of God mean it is when and the same spirit coming forth in a Sevenfold way. Now, in Revelation 4 5, these same seven spirits are called lambs of the fire burning. Before the Lord, since John always used nothing but Old Testament symbols in the Revelation. We got, we got the Old Testament and find from Proverbs 2027. The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. These seven spirits are found to be associated with man. John the Baptist in John 5.35 uh, was called a burning light. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. He was a burning light which should actually be translated as burning lamb. Again, in Revelation 3, in Revelation 5, 6, the seven spirits are identified as seven eyes. In Zachariah 4, 10, for thou hast for who hath despised the day of small things, for they shall rejoice and shall see the plum, the plummet in the hand of Zilbabel, with those seven, they are the eyes of the Lord. It is very evident that the word they refers to men. Amen. Yeah, they, they, those seven, they are the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, they, the human beings, and they, the eyes of the Lord. In other words, the Lord, you know, uh, uses those eyes to show His will. It is very evident. Okay. Ah, thus we see the eyes of the Lord in this in this 
instance, amen. Of course, they will be anointed men. Full of the Holy Ghost. For God's ministries are not in the power of men. Ministries. Ministries. God's ministries. Are not in the power of men. But of the Holy Ghost. Putting our scriptural discoveries together. It is evident that the seven spirits of God. Refer to the continuous ministry of the same Holy Spirit. In the lives of seven men. With whom God identifies himself. Very close. How many know that we are not a different church but God, Jesus has one church. Jesus has one church and that is the body. And that church lives in different ages. But it's one, it's one church from the door Pentecost and it continues into another age. It's like this. Since Speckled Bad Tabernacle began, there are people who have died. Isn't that so? But the church, has the church ended? No. If we continue and we all sleep, but the speckled bird continues. This will be same church continuing. Same, same church. So Jesus Christ has one church. And that church has continued into different ages. And that church began on the door Pentecost. I know the false vine claims to be that church. The Catholic Church will tell you that they began on another Pentecost. But that's a lie. They have no similarity with that church that began in the door Pentecost. Amen. But that church lives on continuously every age. Amen. So as uh, sure as the church continues, so also the spirit of God is one, but he continues in every church age. In every age, he comes again. But, but only he uses different men. The church continues with different uh, in the members. So also the messengers will be different. Amen. But it's the same spirit of God on those different men. So that's what makes it seven spirits. 
Amen. Putting our scripture discoveries together. It's evident that the seven spirit of God refer to the continuous ministry of the same Holy Spirit in the lives of seven men. With whom God identifies himself very closely. They are his eyes. And they are his lambs. Who these seven men are. is be seen because. The next phrase calls them the seven stars which are already known to us are the seven messengers the seven ages. How beautiful that is. See, the star was meant to reflect light at night. For the sun, ha for the sun has gone. The sun, S-U-N. Just so the messenger type, typified as a star to each age was to reflect the light of the sun. Yes. They all did this by the Holy Spirit. Now let me ask you who is the eye of God in his the Sardian Church age. Martin Luther. Who is the eye of God in the Ephesian Church age? Who is the eye of God in the Laudation Church age? William Branham. William Branham. So if you are not you 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 have not acknowledged the eye of God. And your age. How will you get saved? You can't. That's why I'm saying. Amazing grace of God has revealed this message to you. It is the amazing grace for you to be a believer of this message. Hallelujah! There is a, this is what the world despises. It calls foolishness. It calls it cult. You go and Google William Marion Branham. You'll see what people, what opinion people have about him. They call him a cult leader. Cult world, 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 so many Amen. But yet, that's where God has hid his mercy. Do you want to do you mean mercy is in William Branham? No. Mercy is in Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ, when he projects his mercy to you, he shows you who his true messenger is who to follow who has the truth who will lead you right amen 
You say, but the Holy Spirit was sent to lead us. Yes, but the Holy Spirit leads you to the true minister. Amen. Amen. If you have the true Holy Spirit, he will lead you to the true messenger. Because the same Holy Spirit, yet the Bible calls him the teacher but he has made some to be teachers human beings to be teachers you have the Holy Spirit but you have to sit under a teacher so the Holy Spirit will lead you where that teacher is and when that teacher is teaching the Holy Spirit will stamp it in your heart. That, that is truth. That is truth. That is truth. If you have the Holy Spirit. So if you have the Holy Spirit. You will see. The messenger. Whom God has sent. Teach you the way of truth. Amen. So do you want to tell me then that these powerful men of God Pentecostals performed miracles they have big ministries they prophesied and they do this they have seen a lot of miracles you want to tell me they don't have the Holy Spirit but they say they have him they say have you ever had their testimonies? They said, God spoke to me. I had God with my own ear. He spoke to me, son. Son. I give you a ministry. Go preach my gospel. Miracles will follow you. I will stand with you. I will never leave you. And then they will give you the experience of the God, the Holy Ghost. Do you want to tell me they don't have the Holy Spirit because they don't recognize the messenger? They don't have the Holy Ghost. They don't have him. Because if they had him, they would know the message of their day. They don't have him. You name them. Name them. Put there the big names you know. Is it Seruro? Is it Bonki? Is it who? Put the names there. They don't have him. Did they hear something from God? Yes. No doubt. Are they anointed by the Spirit of God? No doubt. Do they perform miracles? No doubt. Are they servants of God? No doubt. But they are not the elect of the age. And so they don't have that true Holy Spirit. They may have the anointing of God. Balaam was a servant of God. But he was not an elect of the age. Amen. Nebuchadnezzar was a servant of God. And God told Israel he was going to send them his servant Nebuchadnezzar. And he would take them in bondage. He was God's servant. So being a servant of God, no doubt. But the, the, 
the, the accomplishing something different. Yeah, they may be serving God in making this world a better place to live in. I've heard, uh, uh, I used to hear Robert Kayanja say, we are doing a great work for the government. If they, if we wanted to become stubborn, and we release the people we we have converted, and they go back, this place, this country will be in turmoil. Because some of them were robbers, robbing with guns. Some of them were whatever. whatever. Isn't that a great point? Yes. They have made them humble to have good thoughts about God and to be guided, governed by the Bible than to be robbers. They may not be bride. They may not be truly converted. But they are better people. And they have testimonies. We were thieves. We were prostitutes. We were murderers. And God converted us. Thanks be to Jesus. And if that's true, to find a Pentecostal, you find a good person. It's not like you've met a murderer. It's not like you've met a murderer. A Pentecostal cannot murder. A Pentecostal cannot go on the streets and do prostitution. If your brother or sister is in a Pentecostal church, thank God for that. It's better than being on the streets selling herself. It's better than being a marijuana smoker. It's better than being a witch. A witch but that doesn't make him saved. Amina. That doesn't make him. That doesn't make him have any Now this ministry that has made him a better person. And it has given us a better nation to live in. It works for God. It works for God. To find someone and is a kutendereza. It's good. But does that make him a bride? Does that make that person a bride? No, but they are good people. The Bible forbids them to cut off their hair. The women. Uh, if you grow up your hair, you've come wildly. You have to trim your hair to just an inch. They don't have the real revelation. That turns them or makes them worthy to be a bride of Christ. But they become good people. Amen. So. Now they are servants of God. But not in making right the, the bride of Christ. In every age. In every age there is always a church where God prepares his bride. So now here are the seven spirits. Every age. God has a spirit that he sends. 
There's always an eye. Amen. So, that's why you must be very grateful for God opening your eye to see the truth, the message of your day. There are his eyes. There are his lamps. Who these seven men can be easily... Um, oh, yes. Paul was the first messenger. And he said in Galatians 1.8 that if an angel and a messenger and a viker no matter who he was if he preached any other gospel that what Paul preached let him be a curse. Paul knew that after he was gone, previous wolves would come in. He knew that Satan himself could appear as an angel of light. So how much more his ministers? So he wants this gospel. So, so he wants that this gospel will always be the same. Now Paul had baptized in the name and baptized where people had not uh, been uh, had not been so immersed. He set the church in order and he set the proper use of the gifts of the spirit and confirmed that they were the, uh, to remain in that church till Jesus comes. Thus, the next messengers, all the remaining six, would by the same Holy Ghost burn with the same fire and give the same light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, Paulo, Paul, among the seven eyes that are on the, uh, the lamb, Paul was the first eye. He was the first messenger. He was the first star in the hand of Jesus. characteristics. I speak of many characteristics, meaning one thing. Uh, the seven lamps, the seven stars, the seven angels, the seven eyes, the seven spirits, they mean one thing. All those things you find them in the book of Revelation. Whenever you find it written, seven eyes. Whenever you find written seven lamps. I want you to see seven messengers. Whenever you find it written, seven spirits, seven messengers. Now in that the first one is Paul. Paul. And he taught to uh, he taught He taught baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A setting a foundation. He is setting a foundation. 
To all those who are going to follow him. There's going to follow other messengers. Who will follow in the next ages. So he put for them. This is the foundation. And Paul said. By the grace of God which was given to me. Like a master builder. A wise master builder. Amen. Amen. As a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another one buildeth thereon. And another foundation can no man lay. And every builder must be careful. The way he builds on this foundation. For every man is work. Will be revealed by fire. And the word of God is burning fire. And he said others build on it. On, with the table. Others add on grass. Imagine you're building a building but you're using grass. <laughs> I've just seen Pastor Kazungo. I don't know whether I started getting old. I looked for Pastor Kazungo. I wanted to recognize him but I didn't see him. Come out for us. Pastor Kazungu, you meet a Pastor Kazungu, stand and wave to the people. Yeah, he's my friend. So, a good friend of mine. A good friend of mine. So, uh, I welcome you. And I'm very happy that I'm teaching these words. I'm so happy to know that he's listening. He's to my friend. He's a Pentecostal minister. But I've always wished to, to know exactly what I believe. And I'm glad he's hearing it. Amen. Now listen. Paulo. He places their foundation. And he warns. And he said, There are those who build using grass. For those people, when they reach to lay on to add on the foundation, they use grass. And they go minister. They can build Bible colleges. And you come from such and such places. Bishop so and so. He started a church in such a place, in such a place. Yet the thing that is building is using grass. And he said, Some of them they build using timber. And he said others they build using stones. And he said, but every man's work on that day it shall be tried with fire. If it's to burn, the whole work will burn up. Lest there's anyone who won't get saved. Who can get saved? But all his work will be burned up. Look at this man Paul laying the foundation. 
He was so careful to see that he lays a foundation of the word of God. After he would check it, and he said, It's firm now. He said, Even though an angel coming from heaven, something that is contrary to what we gave you, let him be a cast. Sunday, the other last Sunday, after I had preached the second service here, I went to Makeri. There is a church there Sister Grace. led by Sister Grace. There is a that Sister Grace. and he handed it over to Sister Grace. The apostle was also there. Now when we reached there There was a minister ministering They introduced him as a lecturer I don't know whether he's a lecturer from where He preached about the gifts of the Holy Ghost Fine And my time came I preached Bam in Gilead Jeremiah 8.22 The Lord saying Is there no bomb in Gilead? Is there no doctor? Why aren't my people getting healed? As the spirit led me there I read to a time of why someone might not get healed. And I said there are three issues. There are three issues why someone might not get healed. Maybe it might be a wrong medicine. They told me there are people who pack chalk. They pack it in in capsule packages. And they they send it out. They take it out of the container village and they sell it as medicine. And they sell you packed chalk, it's not going to kill that bacteria. And I said maybe if it's the true medicine they give you an underdose. You won't get healed. Or they give you the right medicine and the right prescription and you refuse to take it. You just push it under the pillow. You will die. And I say, let's see the right doctor giving a true prescription. And I read the book of Acts, chapter 2, the 37th verse. The Bible says, when they heard these things, they were pricked in their hearts. They say to Peter and the other disciples, men and brethren, what shall we do? Meaning we are sick. We are sick of sin. If we won't, won't get saved, we will die. What shall we do? And Peter told them, repent. The first thing. Now he is prescribing to them. He's making, making them a prescription that can heal every sinner and makes him a saint. 
Repent each one of you. Repent each one of you. Have you finished? Now after that be baptized. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that one done? And then you shall receive a gift. Which is the Holy Ghost. It's done now. Go on your way to heaven. That's the true prescription. The eternal prescription. It doesn't happen In every age, wherever there will be a sinner, give him that prescription. He will, he will be saved from hell. It's an eternal What's repentance we started now? We saw repentance. Repentance means to turn. And the things that you used to do, you forsake them. Amen. If you used to be put on trousers, you sister. You throw those away. You don't even give them to your young sister. I, re I would rejoice so much if you brought them and we I rejoice so much doing that. There is a time I did it in one day and I rejoiced over it so much. Others I don't know. Maybe you repent and you keep them out or you keep them in your suitcase. Bring those trousers and bring if we can buy teras, you can burn terasmas. Even those are terasmas. Those things are so bad, even more than terasmas. Because you've repented. Those Michael Jackson CDs ragadis. and tapes, those are raggedies. Baby cool, ne baby baby cool CDs. Ne baby pussy, ne baby mondo. And baby puss and whatever. Birete. Bring those things here. Bobu Bale, Bale CDs and tapes. Bio, either Bioche, either burn them. Bioche, burn them. You have to break the bridges. Repent. Now, do they repent? Do they repent? Would they repent and the, the, the pastor's wives keep on putting on body tights and trousers? Leggings? Leggings. Have they repented then? If the, the, their young men and boys uh, plate their ears and put on earrings, have they repented if they do so? Have they have repented? Never let the nightclub dances on the pulpit. Have they repented if they do so? They, they haven't repented if they do so. And we continued repent. And I said, You stole your neighbor's cow. You're still milking from it. You stole it when you were Catholic. And you're, you're saved, you're still milking. Have you repented if you do so? You've not repented. You, produ you produced a child outside of your marriage. And you brought him and you said it was your husband's child. 
and you claimed it was your husband you produced him when you were still an anglican now the child is at home it's your husband who is paying school fees he loves that child so much he even gave him his name or a clan's name you saved, you produced that child when you're still an Anglican. Your husband doesn't know about if it. If he keeps on taking care of that child after he has known it, no problem. But he doesn't know about it. Have you repented? No. No. Repent. Hallelujah. Repent. Now after you've repented Be baptized Be baptized how? And he told them be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Hallelujah And then I continued How is baptism conducted? And I showed them scriptures of true baptism being of that one of immersion. How do we immerse? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I Matthew 28, 19. Baptizing them in the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. And I said this is one name But it's the name of the Father It's the name of the Son And it's the name of the Holy Ghost Because Father is not a name And I told them I'm a Father And I'm a Son Are those my names? And Jesus said you are blessed to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Those ones know them in parables. Jesus used to teach in parables. The elects would explain to them the meaning of the parable. But those who are not elects know them by parables. And they would stay in parables. The sower sows seeds. There's a preacher who came from Germany just recently. I went and attended to him. And he said, he was in Germany. And the Lord told him, store food. Because hunger is coming. He said, honestly, I understood that there is hunger that is going to come. And I started preparing food, keeping food. Now, they came. I went to Jeffersonville. As I was seated with Brother Branham, and another brother who were three of us at the table, Brother Branham told me, God spoke to you. Store food. You didn't know. By prophecy, by, was, by, by the prophetic. He was telling him by the prophetic. Word. You didn't understand. You it. thought it was this food that we eat. And you, 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 you stored You didn't understand that. According to Amos, such and such a chapter. There will come a time of hunger on this earth. Hunger for the word. Hunger for the truth. That's what God was telling you. Now listen. 
I've brought that as an example. If God will tell you, you store food, hunger is coming. Just because I think, uh, according to me, it's either he, him, or he, because they take to there to prepare or to store food for the bride. Him as an individual. I believe that every preacher of the gospel is that faithful steward. I believe that every true preacher God tells him to store food. In our hearts, we have to store the word in there. Hunger is coming. So that we can preach to the people right from our storehouses the true gospel. Hallelujah. Now, imagine they've told you to store food. Store food. Hunger is forthcoming. Do you know that today is a time of spiritual hunger? Go to churches. You are going to get a visa. You go to another step to another step. The next service. You go America. You are going to receive a visa. Your miracle is coming. Take it, take it. You leave this step, you go to another step. Lunch hour. Lunch hour. Bible study. Bible study. Overnight. Overnight. Sunday service. Sunday service. Same story. You're going to get married to a man. V8. Who drives a V8. You saw a seed. Isn't that spiritual hunger? Do you, do you find such a gospel in the Bible? Did Paul preach such a gospel? It's a time for hunger. Now, now, I'm still explaining. Jesus told his disciples, you, to you, you are blessed to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to them, it wasn't given. They know them in parables. In parables. To know something in a parable, it's, 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 it's getting lost. It's getting lost. That the axe is placed at the root of every tree. Every tree that does not bear fruits has to be cut down. And you say we are going to start movement. a move. Christian move. A Christian move. For cutting down trees that don't bear fruit. Because that's what the Bible said. Okay, now let's go buy axe and pangas. Haven't you got lost if you do so? You are lost then. They've told you to store food, you're busy storing maize. Glow. Millet, Muemba, Sogam. Haven't you got lost? Yes, And Jesus said, Beware of the living of the Pharisees. And they said, 
Because <laughs> we didn't carry any bread. Now what are we going to eat? He has forbidden us to eat the bread of the Pharisees that, is, that are living. Jesus you fools. Have you forgotten that I might play bread? If I was speaking about bread, would it be difficult for me to, to, to produce or to create bread? Beware of the teaching of the Pharisees. That's what I mean. Now to know something in parables is to get lost. You keep on reading it and quoting it. Yes, we'll hang on what Jesus said. This is it. Jesus who spoke it. But yet you're so lost and you've strayed away from what Jesus has said. Now we left that place. And I read a scripture. Acts chapter 237. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For the remission of sin. And I went to Acts chapter 412. Where they were asked in what power and authority. And they said in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The one that you crucified. And there is no any other name that was given to people under the heavens through which someone can be saved. But the name of the Lord Jesus under the heavens there is no name that can save anyone. The name Mary can save. Papa, the Pope can save. The name Bishop can save. There is no other name. The name of Judah that has that in save. But the name of Jesus and we went in the book of Acts 8.14 Philippo, Philip, they are not yet received the Holy Ghost. But they had just been baptized. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we left that place. We went to Acts chapter 10. 44. As Peter was still speaking this word. The Holy Ghost, Ghost came upon all those who were listening and the, uh, the that came with Peter. Because even the, the, the heathens, the Gentiles, the Spirit had poured on them. And Peter asked them, Is there anyone that can forbid this one from being baptized? Who have received the Holy Ghost? Just as we have received him. And he ordered them, the 48th verse he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ how many scriptures are those you count, have you been counting them Acts 37 Acts 4 12 Acts 8 14 that's now Acts 44 Four scriptures. And we went on reading. In Acts chapter 19. When Paul passed. Uh, the Corinthian uh, apostles. And he asked them. 
Well, did you receive the Holy Ghost when you believed? And they said no. We haven't even heard of, of whether there are going to And he asked them which baptism are you baptized? They said we are baptized in the baptism of John the Baptist. Paul and Paul told them John the baptized to believe unto the, the one who was yes. after him who is Jesus. When they had that, he baptized them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he rebaptized them. Imagine, you were baptized by Prophet John. Jesus told a man, the man that Jesus spoke about, that a man who was born of a woman, there is no one greater than John the Baptist. A man who introduced Jesus Christ is the one who baptized you. Paul has met you now. He has rebaptized you. When you say, we saw those people being baptized the other time. They came back home drenched after being baptized. They were baptized by John. Now where are you taking them again? I'm going to baptize them. The second time. Yes. Why? They were not baptized in the name of Jesus. The baptism of John was true and right that time. It was for waiting upon the Messiah. It was for waiting for Christ. His name was not yet even known. But even John didn't know him. Though he was a cousin to Jesus in family relationship. But he didn't know him. He used to say he was in your midst. He is in your midst. But the one who sent me to baptize told me that the one that you will baptize and the Holy Spirit will come upon him like a dove and he will abide on him. He is the one who will be the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. At the end of the ministry of John the Baptist that's when he baptized the man when he brought him out of the water, the Holy Spirit, the dove came, the Holy Spirit came upon him in the, in the shape of a dove, and the voice spoke from above, he's my son, in whom I'm well pleased. And John said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin. He is the one. He is the one. The Bible says, even most of the disciples John the Baptist, they never followed him again. And they followed Jesus Christ. The other time he was preparing them for, for Christ. Now Christ has come. There is no more any importance in following John. Now they have to follow the other one. Now Paul would meet you. You were baptized in John's baptism. John never baptized in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus, he had not even known Jesus. Then. It was a baptism of repentance and you wait. Now, as that name is now known, the name was given that was given under the heaven in which you have to get saved. You have to be rebaptized and be sure. And you're planted on a firm foundation. 
would rebaptize them. The disciples, the apostles. They don't The apostles didn't work in a way to it, it, it may be concerned. Perhaps, peradventure, maybe, it may work. No. They had to make sure you've done the right thing. That perfect thing. And that is how the word of God is. The word of God, there is no trying, there is no need. It has to be the right thing. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. We left that place. And we read a scripture. In Colossians 3.17. The scripture says. Whatsoever you shall do. In word or deed. In word. Let your voice be pronouncing like mine. In word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus Christ. In word or deed, the Bible has said, whatever you shall do, whatever in word or deed, do all. In other words, nothing shall be done outside of that. Do all in the name of Jesus. Then when you come to baptize, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. You are contradicting that scripture. Whatever you do in word or deed how many scriptures are those so far? All those scriptures are consistent. They show that the apostles baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Catholics in their books of history they say the first church used to baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus until around uh, year 300. That's when it was changed. They accept and believe that they were the ones who changed it. Because there was no any way they were not going to baptize how Peter commanded. Like Paul commanded. All those who followed, they had to follow the baptism of the apostles. That's the foundation. And the Bible says, we were built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the Bible says the city of Jerusalem has seven gates and the twelve names of the apostles. Meaning there is no way you can enter that city when you have not come through their gospel. Now Catholicism 
took away the truth where there was Jesus they worship Paul uh, there were Romans and there were many worshippers of God when they saw the baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus they saw that they couldn't bear it they sought for a scripture that they can hold on to to baptize in more than one name and they went in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost and the preachers and other churches that afterwards that following information the Anglicans they also came with some mistakes the Baptists came out with some mistakes the Pentecostals also came out with some mistakes and you find a Pentecostal praying and he says in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus others they don't even speak about it in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost he feels he will strengthen what he has prayed for because he has called all the three titles blindness the name of Jesus Christ is the name that was given to us and Jesus said whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name I will do it there is only one mediator between God and man that is the man Jesus Christ now a Pentecost takes you and he says I baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit if you'd be so understanding and knowing you'd ask him which name is that pastor which name is that you've not spoken it out you said you baptize me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit which is that name you've not spoken it because Father is not a name Son is not a name the Holy Ghost is not a name when they ask you what is your Father's name that is his father. Even if you speak it in another language and you say his papa. Still you've not spoken that name. What's the name of this child of yours? He is baby. <laughs> he is child. You've not mentioned his name. You're still speaking titles. Those are titles. Now, they've not done the true repentance. And the true baptism, they've not conducted it. Those who sprinkle on the foreheads have not done it. Those who immerse, they have not done it. And Peter said, You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. They have not even received the Holy Ghost. Why? The Holy Ghost is a person of Jesus Christ. He is a person who comes in you. 
If you receive the spirit of Lutamirika, you start acting entertainment like Lutamirika. If you receive the spirit of Besije, if you receive the spirit of Kaihura, your regime will be filled with tear gas. If you receive the spirit of Museveni, you will do the acts of. There is a young man who, who, who learned how to imitate Museveni. By the way, if you look at him, you will see that the, the face now has changed and he looks exactly like him. As, as he stands like this, and the stomach comes out, and he speaks, speaks acting like. Uh, uh, you see the exact Muslim. How did he receive that spirit? He sat and watched Muslim. He and and the spirit entered him. Even if he speaks, inside him he thinks that he is Museveni. Somebody, you will do the works if of that person. The, uh, the spirit of somebody. If you receive the spirit of Christ, you will do the works of Christ. You will behave like him. Now this college What the Catholics call the Holy Spirit Eucharist, is yeah. the Eucharist. Eucharist, yeah, the Holy Spirit. Eucharist means the Holy Spirit. This is the body of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And you pull out your tongue. Now you receive the Holy Ghost then. What the Anglicans call the Holy Ghost is the bishop to lay his hands on you. <laughs> then you receive the Holy Ghost. Because Peter laid his hands on them. When he laid his hands on them, they were filled with power. But this one has just slapped you. Have you received anything then? The Pentecostals, what they call the Holy Ghost is to speak in tongues. And the man who come today, the power of God is here. You Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Come, all those who are not Those who have never spoken in tongues, come. And you come. Lift up your hands. Repeat after come. me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. Increase the speed. He wants you the, he wants your tongue, your tongue to do an accident. Go yoga, The Holy Ghost is not tongues. Tongues are a gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm speaking about the true tongues. Not those forged ones. Those are not even of the devil. Uh -uh. No. Those, are, those come from eating a lot of posho. Because if you didn't eat well, you can't speak such tongues. They're not even of the devil. 
Ezosiri manufactured they come things. from the power of eating food. Being tuned to the way called the things that you've self-manufactured. Amina. So, oh, you see, to them, the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. No. The Holy Spirit is a person that comes in you. The person of Jesus Christ. The person of Jesus. Jesus came. And he separated himself. And he divided himself. Because he was now going back to the other glory. He had gone back to the glory of the pillar of fire. Like he met Paul. He was the pillar of fire. That's how he came on the pillar As a pillar of fire. And he divided himself. And he entered into one of them. And received a portion of Jesus Christ. And he entered in them. So when they saw a lamp of fire upon the head, the fire had not just come to warm their air. The fire was entering them. The fire didn't stop there. The fire entered until they found themselves. They couldn't even speak now. Bible with his stammering tongues. No, kuna nagira. Yes, so kunana exactly stammering tongue. Stammering tongue. You want to speak something and you can't speak. Like I would say, I want to say muaz and say. stammering tongue. That's stammering tongue. And the people who are around, they started hearing their languages. They would hear these men speaking amazing words of God in their own local languages. That's Holy Spirit is not tongues. But the Holy Spirit speaks in tongues. That's a gift. It's just a gift. Now for them they take you in speaking tongues. There are three types of tongues. There are tongues of the devil. The devil speaks in tongues. The Bacchuses can come upon you and you speak in tongues. And they come upon another one and he interprets. There are tongues of the devil. Now that it can't be that speaking tongues is a sign of having the Holy Ghost. There also there is also manufactured tongues like the ones I've spoken about in the Pentecostals. In the Pentecostals as I'm speaking here and I say the other one also Kakati now, now he goes back in the English and another one in America. Those are Ruta Americas. Those are Ritamas playing entertainment. The tongues of the Holy Spirit, they are there. But when they come upon you, you just like a you're like a shotgun that is placed in rapid and they shoot and you start pushing out bullets 
It's not you doing it. The Holy Ghost that comes not taking you. a grip of and you. And he takes a grip of you. And he makes you speak in tongues. And you try to speak in You try to speak in English, But things fail. It's a power of God. They've taken the things of God and they've turned them to carnal things. Now listen. But even those spiritual tongues. I mean it's not these ones that come out from not these ones of the Bachwezi but the tongues of the Holy Ghost they are also not a sign that you have the Holy Ghost you can speak in real true tongues of the Spirit yet you don't have the Spirit Gifts and callings are without repentance. It's like I would call you. You are a girl or a woman or a lady. And I give you my gift. And I give you this watch. And you go say, ah, the pastor has given me this watch. Whenever you reach you pull it out and look at it. And you think about the pastor. And you put it under your pillow. And you sleep on it. Oh, brother Gideon loves me. He has given me his watch. He has given me a watch. His watch. And you smell at him. It smells like him. Yet you don't see him. You don't have him. But in this congregation, there is one woman that I told I, I told to her that I've given myself to you. I will marry you. And you'll be mine. And I'll be yours. That one. All that I have are his. Even this watch is hers. Even this coat is hers. Even my cows are hers. Even my Even my house is hers. My child is hers. Everything that I have is hers. Even my body is hers. My bed is hers. that I sit on are hers. Because he has, she has me. After she got me, whatever is mine belongs to her. She doesn't just have a gift of mine. There are people who receive a gift of the Holy Ghost and they stop there and they don't receive Jesus and they just receive his gift. The Bible says, Abraham now is. And Abraham gave Ishmael gifts and he sent him away. But Isaac he gave him all his inheritance. And I told them you cannot receive the real Holy Ghost when Jesus has entered in you and you keep on putting on miniscats. It can't be. He says he will convict the world of sin. He will guide you in all truth. You cannot keep on putting on panties the women. And you say you have the Holy Ghost. And you speak in tongues. 
Out of the grave. The Holy Ghost that will get us out of the grave. We'll and go and worship the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! A mighty hand of to the Lord Jesus. The Holy Spirit is not a small thing. But they are filled with great things. They've taken great things and, and they've taken the spiritual things and they've turned them to natural and carnal things. Now someone has not repented right. They are not baptized right. They've not received the Holy Ghost. How do you expect that person to be converted? And you just give him a name of a religion that's born again. Which religion do you belong to? I'm a born again. That's just a name. But are you truly born again? That is the process of new birth. Now the other one has not passed through that process. And I said, is there no bomb in Gilead? And I said the bomb is there. Why then? God is asking complaining. So. He's complaining. Why aren't my people getting healed? Could you ever quack druggists? Quack druggists have filled the pulpits. They are serving a wrong drug. If you're, if you're here in the right hospital, but if you'll die, it's because you refuse to take the medicine. It is a, a very It is so bad to come to you go to hell. A sinner, a sinner, on the streets will not be disappointed. But the one will be disappointed is someone who calls himself a believer and he sits where the truth is preached and he does not welcome or receive it. That person will be so disappointed. Seeing something that is taking people to heaven it's the thing that was in his church. But he didn't receive it. After I preach like that, after I preached like that, the preacher that I found preaching, the lecturer, he lifted up his hand. And said, After I had explained all the scriptures so well, and he said, Something before you turn it to a doctrine, we first of all see. Uh, who spoke it? What authority does he have on the other person? 
and which one was first spoken where is that principle in the scriptures that whatever was written by the, those who wrote the Bible to take that person to be serious and what he spoke to be serious yani. that you first have to assess and see who is he speaking meaning there were those who are serious and those who are not there were those who are inspired and there were those who are crooks you see that the God they believe is not the God that we believe. The Bible says every scripture is inspired. And it was written with an intention or with a purpose. To, build, to, to, to rebuke and which one came first? Hey. Where does that scripture work in the scriptures? Which one came first? Which one was first now, if you start segregating again uh, among the scriptures, that there was those scriptures who were spoken first, and they were strong, and the ones that followed are weaker. Now, circumcision came first. Now, why you is not circumcised? You say you're the right one. The rest on the Sabbath day came first. The rest of the day. Why do you say, you who keeps the spiritual Sabbath, why do you say you are the right If you would say those the things that came first are the true ones. Now I told that man, where is that principle? Because now it's, it was like we were debating before the congregation. Where is that rule in the Bible? And I told him, where is that principle that says that those things that were spoken first are the greater ones? Who spoke that? I want to tell you, anyone that Paul spoke, has power like the one Jesus spoke. Jesus said, whoever will believe you has believed me. And I told him, the Bible does not contradict you. And the things of Jesus do not contradict you what the apostles spoke. It's we who contradict ourselves. What Jesus had spoken in Matthew 28, 19, telling them to no baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. There he spoke the titles of the name. Now the apostles, they did what he told them. And I told him in the Bible, whether in all the things that were done there is a commission that's in theory now there is the practical part of the theory of the commission Jesus brought out the theory it's a commission the apostles then did the practical part of it of the other one now show me any single one person in the Bible that was not baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I will also tell you that you are lost. 
In the whole Bible, there is no single person that was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whoever was baptized in the Bible was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. You who is not baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's the truth. That's why we preach these simple truths. Comparing all men to, to, to obey it. Jesus is coming soon. He is coming for a church. The kind that he left on earth. That's why he has sent a, a messenger in this age. To prepare for the coming of the Lord. Back to the Bible. Back to the original. If you see such words, after you've explained the whole thing and all the scriptures, that testify about it and they are so clear. And you see that even a preacher cannot see it. You feel like raising your hands and saying, ah, man, sing grace. How sweet that sound. It's a great grace. It's so great a grace. And the Bible says, because they didn't want to believe the truth, that's why God gave him a to, spirit, to strong delusions to believe the lies. Today that's why you see the Pentecostals who are not a religion. Whenever we got saved, if you would ask us, which religion do you belong to? We don't have any religion. We belong to Jesus. Where's your headquarters? It's in heaven. Who is your leader in this nation? Yes. Jesus Christ. But today, if there is any government ceremony, here there's one who is, who is the head of uh, heathens here, is the head of those who, the Muslims. How many candidates debate? How many saw it? Even today it's on the YouTube. It was prepared by the Council of Churches. The Interreligious Council of Churches. You see one of them was seated with his goggles representing the born agains. And they have to enter in that council. But that united something. You unite with a Muslim. You unite with. We are brethren. Finally. Finally, it is led by the power. He's the head of that united whatever. That's the image of the beast. And they find themselves in a net. They find themselves in a trap. Lost and doomed. Why? They rejected the truth. Today, 
Let's go back there. Paul, Paolo, preached. Lay the foundation. He said, if any man can preach any gospel, then what will preach you? Whether he spread it from heaven, let him be a curse. Paul knew that after he was gone, previous wolves would come in. He knew that Satan himself could appear as an angel of light. So, how much more his ministers? So he warns that this gospel would, would always be the same. Whatever prophet if he preaches anything that is different from what the first apostles preached, the other one, that one is a false prophet. Who are baptized in Jesus' name. We baptize the people who have not been immersed. In that name. He said the church in order. And told the proper use of the gifts. Of the spirit. And confirmed that they were to remain the same church. Till he come. He set the church in order. And he told them the Holy Spirit. And he said if you are in the church. If there is no interpreter, keep your peace. Because if a stranger will come and he finds you speaking in tongues, all of you, won't you think that you're mad? And you say, well, 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 let the one who speaks tongues edify himself. Tongues. What it's prophecy. Uh, this is some, the, it can be a prophecy. One will speak in tongues. And another one will interpret. Sometimes. It can work on the same person. He speaks in tongues. And interprets. That is proper. If it's not in that order. Where there is interpretation. You hold it. That is the Bible order. You hold it. No, when it comes, now, if I can't control. Paul said the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. And he said, thank God that in that issue of speaking in tongues, I'm not a stranger. I speak in tongues more than all of you. But when I come to you, if I will speak in tongues, how will I edify you? Meaning, as you're praying, in your own way, in your private life, the tongues come, speak them. Bible says there are tongues of angels and tongues of men. Those could be tongues of angels. You are not to edify anybody. But you are edifying yourself. The spirit is speaking great mysteries. To God. Speak. You are in your private prayer life. That's a great blessing. He put that in order. He put in order. Men and women and children. He said, let your women learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach. 
Not to usurp authority. Over the man. That is 1 Timothy 2. 11. In 1 Corinthians. 14. 34. You know, as it is, it's so, it is in all churches of the saints. Let the women learn in silence in the church. It's not permitted unto them to speak. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their own husbands that For it is a shame for a woman to speak in the church. What? Came the word of God unto you? Or came unto you only? Meaning there were those who were contesting. If any man, any man, beat pop, beat bishop, beat bishop, general overseer, that think himself to be a spiritual, all prophets, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. That's also so obvious. It is so clear. It is clear that a woman cannot be a preacher. In the Old Testament, there were no women priests. It has never been there. Deborah was a judge. She priest. She was not a priest. The priests used to do the work of a ruler. They never used to do. They never used to do the work of a ruler. The works of rulers. And the rulers never did the works of priests. In Israel. That's why Uzziah wanted to go in the temple. And burn incense. And the priests warned him. Museven goes in the, in the church and the Pentecostals give him the Bible that is the one who's going to preach. preacher. And now he becomes a preacher. A playing a politics. He's playing politics. Such pulpits, that's why they do such things. When Museven comes here, he has to sit like you people are seated there. He has no business in the pulpit. This is not a political platform. This is the church of the living God. This is the kingdom of God. That is Caesar's business. Amen. The one who speaks from here is Jesus using a vessel that he called and he filled it with the Holy Ghost. Its mouth does not lie. It speaks the truth. Not this one who comes here and picks around the reads the Bible and he speaks words are funny, funny and he turns them in his own way and he goes there and tells lies. From there he goes and kills his enemies. If he kills them as a president, the Bible says a ruler does not hold a, a, a sword for naught. So fear him. That's what the Bible says. Now, if you go there, you're going to fight for what and what. 
Okay. Show it that you are able. You, you will die and you lose. I, I was in a saloon and I saw the news. And I saw in Kasese. These things that are happening in Kasese. The man was holding a gun like this, a policeman. And the man came, the man came to attack him. He came to attack him. He threatened him. He came to him. Attacked without anything in his hand. The policeman shot him in the air. The man kept on coming. And he shot him. The man fell down. That one, he's going to hell when his foolishness has taken him there. Now be wiser than that. If you're a policeman, you are armed. Now here's an ordinary person, a civilian coming to attack you, to destroy you with your gun. You try to threaten him, to scare him, he just continues coming. And the law allows them. If you see your life at risk, then you will shoot on the body. The Bible says the ruler does not hold a sword uh, But this side we don't take swords to kill and The Bible says the one who will kill with a sword Shall die with a sword Even the one that Peter had When he cut off just an ear Jesus rebuked him but when a ruler kills, the Bible has already said he does not hold a sword for naught. With the people, we are here to use, we, we save them by the word of God. But the ruler or the president saves them by the sword. Hey, the world is bold by dead bodies. He calculates and says if we will kill like a hundred of them and others get scared won't others receive peace? And now okay, we have to buy this peace by a hundred dead bodies. That's what they mean by the world is bought by dead bodies. How many people died at one day even before the votes? Is it four? Five. Five. It could be the inspector general police gave strong orders. These people are ready to strike. Now this strike that is starting Before even the votes Or the, uh, the, the votes I want you to show A very strong resistance Just shoot at the flesh Those who are striking When those ones shall die Let them know that we are not just scaring them Now others will fear to strike That's politics We don't do like that 
Now that one is another person we also have. That's why I don't need his pulpit. He also doesn't have business on my pulpit. Is a king of world. My kingdom is of the heaven. Is of heaven. But preachers who bring politicians on the pulpit. So is one of the contestants. Let him come and greet the people. He did well to us. They gave us a pool. The meat that we've been eating is the one who gave it to us. So let him come and greet the people. We've seen such things even in the gatherings of politics. When it comes to the pulpit, it starts politics. Politics is of the devil. Politics was done. politics here, you've then carried the devil and you've this is a holy place. Yes. From where speaks holy words of the kingdom of God. It's wrong. But people do that. Turning their pulpits into political platforms. Now in the Bible, kings, Uziah, King Uziah, wanted to go and burn incense at the pulpit, at the altar. And the priest told him, King, please. God put you here to rule over his people as a king. And he has blessed you in that place. But here, this place belongs to God. Who are consecrated. And he said, No. The hand of the Lord is on me. And he took. He took a, and he burnt incense. As he was just burning incense there and then, he was struck, he was struck by leprosy. That was the beginning of the death of Isaiah. Now kings, those devils that they testify of, they were not priests. They were at the political side of Israel. Now in the Old Testament, there was one woman preachers. When Jesus came, he called her disciples. He didn't put in there a woman. His apostles. Here they were building a foundation of the New Testament. And he said a woman is forbidden from teaching even to rule over the man. And Pentecostalism says no. Men have failed. What shall we do if men have failed? We were filled with a spirit like men. It's to be filled with a spirit doesn't mean that whoever is filled with the Holy Spirit becomes a preacher. That is a false, a false seed. That is not the Bible Christianity. In the Bible, we don't see a woman preacher. There is no woman priest. There is no woman apostle. No woman wrote in this Bible. No woman is minister here. 
And on top of that, they have said, the, the holy apostles of God have said, no, not to eat. And you continue on and you make your own group where you ordain women to preach. And, they and you think Jesus will take something that looks like that. Can you sow maize seed and then you harvest coffee? What you sow is what you reap. What Jesus sowed, he will not reap anything else. He will come to take what he sowed in the ground. Hallelujah. Now as things are like that, he sends a prophet. He sends the seventh eye. He sends the seventh star. To do what? To put right things. Just as they were in the beginning. Brother Branham was As Brother Branham was baptizing at the Ohio River. The first crusade where 300 souls got saved. As he was baptizing the 17th person. He had a wow wind in the air. He looked up. There came a great light. And it came down. The people saw it. Others fell down, others fainted. And the voice spoke. As John the Baptist was sent. Before around the first coming of Jesus Christ, the first coming of Jesus Christ, you are sent with a message that will forerun his second coming. Yes. I believe that is true. You may not believe it. I believe it. Why? The man's ministry takes us back. To what was preached by the original apostles. Amina. So that's the eye of God. That's what it means. The eye of God. That's the one who has seven eyes. And you say no. I don't want to follow any messenger. But do you understand what it says that Jesus has seven eyes? What is the eyes of God? It is the spirits he sends in the air. Do you understand what it means? Seven stars are the seven angels. Where are these angels? Now let us let us move very fast. That's the next messengers. All remaining six would be by the same Holy Spirit, burn with the same fire and give the same light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the signs will follow them. Yes. Did Martin? Yes. Did Columba? 
Martin Luther, most assuredly, these are messengers. These are the messengers that God sent in every age. Yeah, did Wesley? Yes, sir. He had a great ministry. He even prayed for his host to get well. And he did. There you are, seven church ages and seven messengers who were alive. And Paul pronounced a curse on anyone who said he was a messenger but had a different gospel and lived in a different life. Now does that last statement of mine bear up with the rest of the word of the word yes yeah. it says in the word that if any man adds to this book he will be plagued and judged and condemnation by God God said I will add the plagues written in this book I will take his part out of the book of life that is Revelation 22 verse 18 so we see the seven spirits actually refer to the one spirit of God working out on the uh, working out the will and word of God in the different generations. I would like to illustrate that from the word the spirit of God was mightily upon Elijah. Then that same spirit came upon Elijah in a two-fold effort. Two-fold effect. Then centuries later the same spirit which we call the spirit of a Elijah, in order to describe its ministry, came back upon John the Baptist. One day, that same spirit identified Spirit identified by the same manner of ministry will come upon a man. For the end of the of the Gentile Church age. Again, the scripture says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power and went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of devil. As Jesus went away, he told his disciples to yes, carry until agenda. to tarry until Pentecost. At which time the same spirit that was upon him would come back and fall upon them and fear them. Then the call out water would be in his stead upon the earth taking his place. And because that same spirit that was in him would be in them they would do the very same act the same, very same works. And any people that is truly the body of Jesus Christ the true church will manifest the same works as did Jesus. And the Pentecostal church become because the same spirit will be in them. Any other church that does not have the spirit and the manifestations is going to have to account to God. 
It also says here that these seven stars or seven messengers seven churches are in his hand. He's holding them. You know right away that if they are held in his hand associated with his power. That is what the hand signifies. It signifies the power of God and authority of God. Not one of them came in his own power and authority. That's what Paul said. No man would dare to. Hallelujah. The messengers have to come in power. The true church has to be in power. Amen. Any church that does not manifest the power of Jesus Christ will answer for it. Salvation now listen, salvation is a supernatural work. It's a supernatural work. It's not a natural work. That's why Jesus said, and these signs will be seen upon them that believe. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall pick up serpents. They lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. They shall cast out demons. Those are signs that you will know that these are believers. If you're going to marry a girl, ask her, sister, sister, have you ever cast out a demon? Uh -uh. No. Have you ever held a serpent? Uh -uh. No. Have you ever drunk any poison and you didn't die? Uh -uh. No. Have you ever spoken in tongues? Uh -uh. No. Towasa. Don't marry. <laughs> because that's not a believer. Amen. She's not a believer. They gave us signs. Don't you just marry uh, weaklings. Those who strayed in the church. Marry a girl who has ever met Jesus. That's the believer. Who can testify yes. on how she met Jesus? This one has she testified this one encountered Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the one you should marry. That's the one you should get married to. Get married to a boy or a man. Tell him. <laughs> Tell, tell me about yourself. Tell me about yourself as a believer. Let him start. I got saved like this. God touched me like this. I was filled in the Holy Ghost. I, I beat a serpent. The serpent beat me and I didn't die. I drank poison. I didn't die. I cast out demons. And they went. I spoke in tongues. David walks. And he said, I killed a bear. I killed a lion. Yeah, you are a believer. 
Know these weaklings. These ones who can pray for only one hour. Even if you call them, let's come and pray. You end up there, they have kneeled down. And they first treat treat like rats. <laughs> By the time I was super those are not believers. Don't you marry such. Because you have to marry a believer. Amen. Let me repeat that. I don't want to be deceived. And you do fake marriages here. But unbelievers. The unbelievers. They are already crept in our Mideast. Others crept in as we gave birth to them as our children. And they became members of the church. By birth. Not by new birth. Those are unbelievers. Not that anything that is in the church is a Christian. When Jesus comes, he will not take this poll. And this one stays here night and day. Besides, uh, except you comes two or three times in a week. You should marry a Christian. Born again. The Bible say, tells us who the Christians are. The Follow them. Bible. These ones who don't read the Bible. Basoma, WhatsApp, Facebook. They read WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. That's what they read. They don't read the Bible. Bible. They don't pray. They don't know God. Those are no believers. God has no grandchildren. God has children. Katonda alinabana. Has no grandchildren. Talinabazukuru. They are unbelievers. Siba kiriza. They are all the world. Bansi. They are worldly fellows. Bantu bansi. Who are here by condition? Abadi wanuruembeira. They are not believers. Siba kiriza. They go to school there. Bagende yo masomero. They wear trousers. Some of them are in church and in the world, in church. In church, in church they dress long like saints. Out there. You find them putting on leggings. Actually, they are worse than unbelievers. Why I should call them sorcerers? I don't know. Witches. How do you come in church? You wear like a saint. 
wange. And you are my child. Kuvambuto. Right from childhood. And I've always not even let you to go where they put on shorts. And you're my cow. Sportswear. My daughter, want, at their school there's this that they, are, they call sports We would go and fight with those teachers. We are believers. Boys. We bring up our children in the fear of God. In our faith, women, females, don't dress in that. Therefore, if she puts on a sportswear, let it be like a skirt. We used to do that. And they would put uh, like a short in it, but something like a skirt. Special sportswear. A daughter of Gideon. A believer of the message. The bride of Jesus Christ. Our children don't cut hair. And we fight with the teachers. And we even change schools. When the teachers have refused. And the parent fights for you like that. And you put on leggings. You put on long trousers. And you going in a disco at your school. That's why the Bible says the sin of disobedience is like a sin of witchcraft. You are a witch. And you think that you putting on your perfecting those long dresses and long hair. No, you go kuyingimbanga, and you learn to sing like an angel. And yet inside, you know you are a devil. And you think that will make you a believer? You think that will take you to heaven? The Bible says one will be taken, one left. Two will be on one bed. One will be taken, one will be left back. Your father will go and you will remain back. Your mother will go but you will stay back. Your husband will go and you will remain back. So don't... The Bible says there are signs that shall follow the believers. The believers are those ones who have gone through the process of the new birth. And they have met God. Otherwise we have a lot of Ishmaels in the church. The Bible describes Ismail Bible Actually, as a wild man. Brother Branham described Ishmael as wild and tameable and convertible. You can't convert an Ishmael. You can't tame him. He's wild. They never obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
a bunch of Ishmaels. Ba Ishmaeli. Nabi Yakoanu, I've seen here. We told you youth. You don't even have authority to approach a girl before you've told the pastor. You can. When the boy approaches you, the first thing, have you approached the pastor? The next thing is pastor. And we have seen real genuine boys and girls who come for advice before even they take a step because they are not Ishmaels. They are convertible. They are tameable. They are guideable. And God blesses them and you see a soft sweet process till they become husband and wife till they become father and mother those are their ways are blessed but you find here an Ishmael he's walking with a girl two years in courtship and the past is not aware the parents are not aware. Wild. Marriage is not fornication. It's not private. It's not done undercover. It's not done in darkness. So what you now, why do you beat around the bush? Why? Ruachi. Go to the processes on the Bible. Look at all the processes in the Bible. Branham. Look at Brother Branham. Middle year preachers uh, hope. We the hope. next thing. We have to involve our parents. Yes, yes. The next step, you will tell mama I will tell You have to put it back. Not hiding things underground. Yesterday we had here the agent of the devil. He started quoting cows. He started calling them tomorrow to defile them. But the serious girls walk in the principles of the word. You want to marry me? Okay, fine. Is the pastor where? Everything should be light. Marriage should not go like this. It You know what the story, you know what happened? You know the doctors have told me. How can someone call you that you leave Kampala? Go and meet him in Imbarara. If you had told the pastor before and he knows that you are fiancé. Brother so and so has told me that I meet him pastor, in Imbarara. Pastor, how do you see that? Oh. Mm -mm. No. Brother Brother Gambe. So has told me that they've told him oh, we'll that the poison is in the spams. 
Ndikati tukoporating etu extracting ya kwa spam. Let's cooperate and extract some spam. Si watu wa defiling omwala. Isn't that how defile the cow? With such a lie. Nobody imba webu tiyo. Senga pastor bai manyiko. If the pastor would be aware. Wokumira pastor and pastor. That's when you would call the pastor and say pastor. Wokumachi tufo no brother kwa sinafumbirwa. Pastor is it true that this brother that I haven't got married to. Wokumamu to extracting. That should we extract. It will save you from problems. Let's go at the prayer mountain and spend nights there. That's where he used to lay his tribes. Pastor, is it right? Hey, brother Gundi, yes, he approached me. We're in courtship. But he's telling we go, we go. We go spend the night together prayer mountain praying. Me and him. Is that right? You will be saved. But you go underground. It's the Ishmaels who fall in such troubles. And principles. They think they know. Brother Brahma is a mule. Brother Brahma says those are mules. The mule he said is very stubborn. Very stubborn creature. They spend nights making calls. One in the night, two in the night. You're on WhatsApp. The daughters at my place, I told you. After we've prayed in the night and we've gone to sleep, everyone should put his phone in the basket. It's time for What do you need the phone for? Go in bed to rest. Not waiting night time. Never send WhatsApp messages. If you do see those messages, I will take that phone and throw it away. At night, midnight, sawa mokaga chiro. Oh, do you know that a devil works so much in the night? That's right. Midnight. Why send WhatsApp messages at midnight? Why is the time that you go on the Facebook? Midnight. Are you, are, we, are you a night dancer? If we are not careful with these phones, if there is something that is going to take people to hell are these phones. Use the phone right. You student, what are you looking for in a smartphone? And you parent, buying for your student a smartphone. To chat with who? Let me leave that. Listen. The true church 
It's the church where God works in. And the church is made up of individuals who are born again. And individual who has met God. And that individual. And these signs shall follow. And these signs shall follow them. You cannot be born again. And you don't enjoy fellowship. And for you only pray on Sunday. On, on Wednesday. You don't appear. Second service, Second service on Sunday, you don't appear. It's because people don't want to listen. If I was a girl, I wouldn't get married to a, a boy like you. An obvious sign that this one is an unbeliever. It's an obvious sign. Everything that is serious. In everything that is serious, you don't involve yourself in. Today's Palm Sunday. That's when you come to church. Because even that's when the day when the heathens are going to wave there. Pam, pam, whatever leaves. But in the overnights we are here, we are wrestling and fighting, battling. If you are saved, what God saved is the soul. The spirit hasn't yet got saved. Now you have to keep the flesh crucified to receive victory. If you come in the overnight sea and spend nights praying, you are keeping the flesh oppressed. Now, you who doesn't want to pray, how do you overcome? You see, even those who are filled with the Holy Spirit, they are also disturbed by the flesh. And they overcome it by the grace of God. And the more they pray, the more they get their victories. How do you overcome it, you? It's not possible. I'm about to finish. And this sense we will follow them. All these qualified. It also says here that these seven stars or seven messengers to the seven churches are in his right hand. Are in his hand. He is holding them. You know right away that if they are held in his hand, they are associated with his power. That is what the hand signifies. It signifies the power of God and authority of God. Not one of them came in his own power. That is what Paul said. Somehow my mind takes me back. You know, you don't know what how it blesses the my spirit and I believe the spirit of God. To 
to see a young person in the overnight here with his hands raised trying to reach out in the spirit. Ah, there you know this one. He may have weaknesses but you know, this one is on the right road. You see, those are the kind of people that God will help. No people were indifferent. No man who dare to. He takes the authority of God and the power of the Holy Ghost. The gospel is preached by the authority of God in the power of the Spirit. These men were all empowered by the Holy Ghost. They all stood up to the world. They would do that. They were full of God. They were sent and authorized by God. Not by self. All other men. Now they had what the world could not have. Jesus said that when he went away, he would send his spirit which the world could not receive. That is right. The world, all world systems could not receive him. That is what organization is. It is world system. Show me a world system church. Show me a world system church that is full of the Holy Ghost. I want to say if you can show me such a church you are finding a mistake in the word. No sir. No one of these messengers was organized. Either put out or got out because they were convicted of the sin of the organization. How can the Holy Spirit possibly be in organization when it is organization that takes the place of the Holy Spirit and denominations take the place of the word. Remember organization is death. It just can't be any other way. If the world takes over, the spirit departs. Have you heard that? Have you heard that? When the world comes in and overtakes, the spirit leaves. May God help us. Let the world not take over us. Many message churches. There is no longer any spiritual servant there. There is no longer spiritual worship in them. The singers just practice their talents. No action. Preaching has no action. Singing has no action. Worship, worship has no action. It's just a natural program. Rolling on. Nothing, no action, no spirit. What is the problem? They allow the spirit to come in and take over. When the spirit takes, when the world takes over, the spirit departs. Yes, the spirit is not seven spirit, but one. He will always be the same and act the same. And the seven messengers will have the same spirit and teach the same one. 
and have the same power. And if the church is the true church, it will have the very same spirit and word and acts of power that they had at Pentecost. By experience, it will be a Pentecostal church. And there will be tongues. There will be. There will be tongues, interpretation, in prophecy, and healings. God will be in the midst of her. And God will declare himself in the midst of her as he always has. Hallelujah. And she will be unorganized. Don't forget Now we can see that Jesus Christ is revealing himself through the ages of his spirit in the messengers. They are Moses they are as Moses was to the children of Israel as he had the revelation for his day. So each messenger had God's revelation and ministry for that day. Thus, when we see that the messengers are in his hand, we see the Lord identifying himself with his men and granting them his power. It is not enough that he has associated himself with the whole church, which we saw when he was seen standing among us, the seven golden lampstand. No, is it even enough that we see the fivefold ministry of Ephesians 4, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, for in each age, the church, uh, the church goes astray. And it is not just the lead, but the clergy group. Have you understood that? We are finished. It's not enough for God to identify himself. It's true. But it's not enough. For God to have the fivefold ministry. It's not enough. That's true. It's God But it's not enough. Apostle. Prophet. Uh, evangelist, evangelist, pastor, pastors, teacher. and teachers. That's not enough. Because in every generation, in every age, they, they stray And when they stray away from the truth, it's not only the people who have strayed, but it's the preachers who have strayed. That's why Paul said, when I leave, previous rules will come in. But when I'm still here, they will not enter. I also want to be like that. When I will leave, those things that will enter. But if I'm still here, no way. They will not enter. So, now it's the clergy who stray. Now, when the clergy stray, then God has to send a messenger. A major messenger of the old age. And he brings it back to the truth. When he brings the age back to the truth, then there comes out preachers, apostles, teachers, evangelists, pastors, and they will follow what the messenger has shown to them. Shepherds are, shepherds are wrong as well as sheep. Then God brings himself on, on the scene of the chief, of the chief shepherd in the ministries of those seven men to lead his people back to the truth and the abundant power of the truth. God is in his people. All his people 
all his people. For if any man has not the spirit of Christ, he is not of his. And he is the word. That would be the word recognized in the people. But he has placed a special leadership in this man of his own choosing. And through the determined counsel of his own will, they appear once in each age. It is the same spirit in them. What a far cry is this from the heresy of Rome. They have a man of their own choosing. One after the other. None producing the power of God. None abiding the word of God. Each one differing from the wind before him and adding what he desires as though it were God. God is not in it. But he's in his messenger. And he who would have the fullness of God would follow the messenger as the messenger is a follower of the Lord by his word. He that hath the seven spirits of God the seven this same Lord identified himself with man in his incarnation, in the incarnation. He is again identifying himself with man by his spirit within man. These are mine. Says the Lord. The seven spirit-filled messengers are the Lord is. They may be repudiated. They may be questioned indeed. To human minds, they may not even seem to qualify. Nevertheless, they are the messengers for their age. God used an Abraham. He lied. He used a Moses. He rebelled. A Jonah. He disobeyed. A Samson. He sinned. A David. He murdered. He also used a Joshua. And a Joseph. And those with severe blemishes. Far outnumber those whose histories seem to be perfect. All where and are his. None dare deny that. He used them by, by and through the Holy Spirit that he put within them. Their own master, they stood or fell. To their own master, they stood or fell. And in them all was accomplished the sovereign will of God. Let external history attempt to refute this. It still stands. The eternal God will walk. Will, the, the eternal God still walks among us the golden lamp. And sends, and sends his messengers by his spirit with the word to the people of every age. Let us stand.
Some of you are so annoyed you don't even want to stand. So that man, we thought it was changing. When it's not the time of worship that you should get out. That's a wrong habit. Like you've bared with the word. Bear until the worship time is finished. That time of worshiping is so great. So important. So, you leave at, at, at once. Sunga Mwagala Yesu ya soko kwagala Nga Mwagala Yesu Nga Mwagala Yesu Oh, Just blind, I see. 
Remember where you separated and parted with God. Where you left him. And you feel a conviction in your heart. You're not what you were at first. You feel so sad in your heart. You want God to have mercy upon you. You feel like Samson when he said, Oh Lord, once more. You know you strayed from that loving God. Your heart is no longer witness that sweetness, that presence of God. That zeal to serve Him. That beckoning from God to get higher. The world has kind of flooded your heart and covered that. But you want God to remember you. You could come here to the altar as a sign of special surrender. And you say, God, have mercy upon me. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Oh, come. No one is going to love at you. Each one should mind his own business. You know where you stand with God. And you want his mercy. Just bow before him. I'm sorry I've taken away contrary. But Lord, I need you. I don't want to go this way again. But I want to come back and rediscover myself with you. Please have mercy upon me. You want to tell God that God will have mercy upon your soul. He will help you. Say I have returned. Come to the altar. If that's what you mean. You come to the altar. God knows you. He sees your heart. If that's what you mean. And you want to say to show us a step of obedience. And, and surrender. You just do that. Do that. Just one simple act. It will attract God is mercy. Go on and tell him. You know what you use to do. You know. You know the life you live. You know the way you do. You know what happened. Can you speak to the Lord? Samson cried to God. Just one more time. Lord. 
and he was had and he was rewarded God, God released his mercy upon his servant if God you've heard you felt that call of God on your heart if you have heard that you have felt that call of God on your heart don't resist it don't resist it come before God talk to him I believe the angel of the Lord is around to break the fetters. I believe chains are about to fall from your life. I believe he's here to give you mercy. Just talk to him. If you want to cry loud, if that's what you feel, just cry. If it's a boohoo, go on and boohoo. Tell him, Lord, I cannot remain like this. I've lost something. Something has left me. Something once I heard has left me. But Lord, I'm not ready to go on without it. Lord, I come back. Have mass on me. I know you are kind and gracious and merciful. You can give another chance to me. Please, Lord Jesus, I am calling upon you. I seek your mercy. Please restore that to me.